Well, good morning and good afternoon from afternoon from many of you. We welcome you once again to the Spirit-Led broadcast. And uh, we come to you live every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Uh, Pacific Time and 12 noon Central Time. We're so thankful you joined us today. We encourage you jump up there and hit that like button or subscribe and certainly share this with all your different social connections and, and, and networks and things that you got going on in your phone. But we're just glad that you're here today and we have such an honor to have Apostle Jerry Morris, who is the founder of Kingdom Vision International, Kingdom Vision uh, Assembly International. And <clears throat> we certainly are excited to have Apostle Jerry with us. He founded uh, Kingdom Vision, and we're just so thankful, Apostle Jerry, you've taken the time to be with us today. God bless you, sir. God bless you. Thank you for, for having me. Uh, it's an exciting day. Amen. So today we're actually going to be talking from a book that um, Apostle Jerry has written. This book is called An Eagle's Eye, and it's it's uh, a, 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 a um, higher point of kingdom vision. And uh, uh, when I met Apostle Jerry back in January, he so blessed, graciously blessed me with this book. And it's just a powerful book. It's not terribly long. You can probably read it within a day if you're a good reader. But uh, it would probably take you months to be able to assimilate and to um, uh receive the vision and the understanding of having kingdom vision or understanding the kingdom of God. And so today we're going to just talk with Apostle Jerry about some of the things in his book. And of course, if you would like to order his book, his um, website is right there on the bottom scrolling across the screen. And we certainly encourage you not only to Take advantage and be blessed by his materials, but also to support this uh, ministry that is founded here in Southern California. And he's doing a tremendous work training and equipping believers for their destinies. So, Apostle Jerry, uh, in your book, you start talking about kingdom vision. And, of course, you know, we, we all understand the kingdom of God being, you know, uh, something unique and, and specific you know, God's power working in us. It's, it's, you know, it's certainly his kingdom. And we have that promise and revelations that all the kingdoms of this world, I like to, to reference kingdom as influences and there's influences of the world, but then there's the influence of God. And we understand that God's influence is above all, you know, he's, he's of his kingdom. There'll be no end but that the kingdoms of this world will flow into or become influenced by the kingdom of our Lord and Christ. So uh, to understand the kingdom, you've got to have kingdom vision. And so when you uh, unlock the truths in your book about kingdom vision, you have six steps here, uh, six uh, points to help people to be able to grasp kingdom vision. So we're going to kind of just go through each step, and I'd just like to give you an opportunity to share and to talk about each step and share your heart on kingdom vision. Your first step was that we have to ask ourselves with a sincere heart, what is our vision focused on? 
don't you talk about that for a few minutes, Apostle Jerry, the importance of what our vision is focused on. Um, thank you. Uh, it kind of froze for a second, but I got the, the gist of what you were saying. Um, the, the, the main thing is, is that when it comes to having a, a kingdom vision, it has to be focused on beyond you. Um, you have to understand if it's kingdom, that it is bigger than you. And it is uh, when you're talking about getting it focused is we use the analogy of 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 an ego in this in this book, um, because it's one of the, the few animals that God actually compares himself to. And we're, we're talking about honing in on this focus and, and really strategizing in different uh, steps in life. And so uh, to focus in on that that vision, you first have to understand what has he given you that can outlive you you know what yeah. is what is that that vision that can live beyond you and, and that's you so find, important mm -hmm. amen yes sir go ahead oh no when you find that it it's it's what gets you up in the morning what drives you you start to understand um just like you know yeshua did jesus did uh okay this is why i'm sent you know, and, and it, it gets you up. It gets you ready for your assignment because, you know, you're building something that is beyond you. And so that is uh, one of those steps that we're talking about focusing in on your vision. And that fits hand in hand with the concept of legacy, because legacy is just that it's building something or building people because legacy is not particularly what you build. It's who you build. And you yes. recognize you're sowing seeds into a harvest that you may never see the full potential of that harvest that it may outlive you, but that's the beautiful of true vision and legacy. It's moving beyond the uh, temporal, beyond what you're facing into the uh, future as well as the eternal. <clears throat> well, your second step that you uh, share is that in order to have a clear vision, you must be able to step away and see things for what they are. Now, you call this in your book, solitary vision, having mm -hmm. solitary vision. Why don't you share a little bit about that? Uh, a lot of times we, you know, sometimes you have to to uh, you have to get away from your atmosphere. And, and you you see a lot of time, even in scripture, you you have Yeshua who, who goes and he says he he went time to to pray he gets away, and it's really to 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 clear your mind and 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 build that relationship uh, with God and and to be able to focus in on what is what are you hearing what's around you what voices are are speaking to you in in that moment, and so this is you know where we're saying you have to. Uh, get away. It, it is not about isolation in the sense of not being around people, but it's actually identifying the the voice that is speaking to you. So it's just of like you know, mm -hmm. no, I'm just saying. So it's just like him being led into after his baptism. He's led into the wilderness, into the solitude. But we had several voices going on in there. You have the Holy Spirit that that led him. You have Satan that's down there talking to him. It, you know, you have your thoughts. <laughs> and so how are you discerning in those spaces really what God is calling you to and do? And oh, how many times those of us that walk in apostolic leadership have experienced that, that we face those dark nights of the soul. We face yeah. those deep 
trials and pressures of fire. That even though we know we have people around us that love us, that are praying with us, we realize that if it's going to be, it's up to us. We're going to have to come through this. We're going to have to dig down and get a hold of something. And that, that grace, the enablement of God to come through. Because nobody's going to bring you through. Nobody's going to. And, you know, I hate to say it, but it's true. Uh, everybody wants to get on the elevator when you're going up. <laughs> they want to be right. part of your ministry when it's when it's going and you know people and, and you're being blessed and and everyone's like hey apostle you know but when the when the elevator of your life's going down mm-hmm. <laughs> everybody's like nobody wants to go down mm-hmm. except those true apostolic coverings that love you those spiritual mothers and fathers that really love you not your ministry not your gift not your what you can do and the friends and family that god gives and i am thankful for those that personally took the elevator down with me Mm -hmm. and now that it's coming back up again it's amazing how people peering out of the the woodwork but you know there's a lot of things that we have to battle through like jesus did and Mm -hmm. you're gonna have to face those temptations face those trials and of course it's been said that you don't find eagles in a flock yes true eagles are found one by one yes and and i've discovered that in the past 41 years of ministry that you know i usually don't discover eagles at some big powerful conference somewhere or Mm -hmm. normally it's just kind of a god thing you know I, i end up speaking somewhere and not expecting and someone shows up at the meeting and, and all of a sudden there's that divine connection that comes and you mm-hmm. recognize, wow, this is an eagle. Yeah, and eagles eagle, recognize other eagles. That's right. And that's so true because we do not attract as leaders what we want. We mm-hmm. attract who we are. Yes. We can sit down and write on paper what kind of leaders we want in our network or our family or whatever we're doing. And of course... Speaking of vision, anytime you tap into vision, God's vision, God's dream is far greater than just one person. Mm-hmm. Now, let me explain that, though. You know, God doesn't give proper, true vision to everybody. Mm-hmm. God doesn't bring 40 people together and give them all the same vision. And then suddenly, the way God has worked for, for 6,000 years or more is God raises a man or a woman gives them the vision. Sometimes that vision can be a single vision. It can be, but most times it's a vision that it's bigger than you. And it Mm -hmm. does require other eagles, other leaders to join with you. But that's where our personal development is so vital because Mm -hmm. I don't attract what I want. I attract who I am. Mm -hmm. And if you're a true eagle, then you're going to draw eagles. Now, yes. I've seen folks that said they were an eagle, but they look like a vulture to me. <laughs> well, one thing is, is, is if you're a real eagle, uh, eagle, uh, um, you don't have an ego. <laughs> I like that. Eagles <laughs> don't have egos. Yeah, they don't have egos, and Very so um, you you recognize when he brings the resources or bring people around you that they have the the necessary tools to help push the vision forward. And you find that thread that ties you guys together because the doors that are opening for you 
I'm pretty sure within whatever God has called them to is attached to what you're doing. And as you guys put the puzzles or allow God to put the puzzles together, you'll see why it was divine intervention for you guys to connect. And so when we begin to respect everybody's um, position, and that's why scripture tells you, you know, we're one body and we have just different functions. And so it's really about uh, putting the body together so it can function properly so we can do a greater work. Amen. So powerful, Apostle. So powerful. And, and I'm sure you've also experienced this. You know, a lot of times you'll have a vision and and you'll have people that initially will come and want to be get on board, either get on board to support or get on board to share their gift. And like this step that you shared, to be able to have a clear vision, you have to be able to sometimes take a step away from the meetings and the connections to see yeah. the big picture, to see things for, for what they are. And I've done that. I've had someone who's come along and initially, because of my love for people, we would have coffee or we'd have a dinner or I'd go to their house and we'd talk and I'd, I'd share the vision God gave and it seemed like it was just a, a fit. Yeah. But then I would step away in a time of prayer and seeking God and see the see God's vision. And all mm -hmm. of a sudden I did realize that we just have things in common as a person. Yes. When I look at the whole vision, I don't even see where they fit. Yeah, and, and, and that's where you're like, now, wait a second. And sure enough, that pause sometimes allows for people who, you know, Peter wrote about it. He said there were those that that did not stay with us and they didn't stay with us because this Holy Spirit wanted to reveal they were, as the King James Version says, they were not of us. Mm -hmm. And that means they weren't of, they weren't of the same heart, of the same vision. And, and, and you, you can't go forward if you have that clashing where uh, you have people on board where you've got the vision that God gave, but then you got someone that comes on board and they're just like wheeling off to right and left field with a completely different vision. Yeah. And in fact, that's, that's what division is. Yes. The word division is multiple visions mm -hmm. that, you know, it doesn't mean that people don't have room to express who, what they, who they are, but everything is, moving together to go forward with the vision that God gave. Mm -hmm. And this is one of the hardest places to, to, to be in because sometimes, like you said, you build relationships with people, but not everybody is for every season. Right. And so you have, that's why you need that solid because he has to strengthen you because you may have to walk away from some people not in the sense of leaving them behind, but they can't speak into to next. You know, the scripture tells right. us not to be unequally yoked with unbelievers, but we take that unbelievers as unsaved people, but that's not totally what it's saying. It's someone that's unbelieving. They're, they don't believe in the in the same way that you're you're going. And to be yoked together, you're pulling each other in different directions and it hinders where you guys are supposed to go. Amen. We saw... Uh, I think the whole relationship with Paul and Silas came because there was a separation from Paul and Barnabas. But they ended up coming together later on in Scripture because they had their assignments. And so when you can be assignment-led and purpose-driven, you don't take those things personal Um because you know it's part of the assignment and where God is taking you, but the purpose is to build his kingdom. And as long as you keep that in front of you, it will 
it will always strengthen you to to get past those those hard seasons amen we'll take a moment i'm going to welcome some of our our constant viewers john and dawn god bless you love you guys thank you for joining apostle max from italy god bless you thank you for joining jose lopez god bless you sir from chicago thank you for joining uh vasil god bless you looking forward to connecting with you a little later today from connecticut crispus amen god bless you from kenya welcome amen jeremiah from zambia welcome god bless you amen uh, we have listeners from togo god bless you thank you for joining it's early morning there malawi is online god bless you thank you for joining india pakistan <laughs> why my we got a uh, a wide international crew on today yeah. but, but that is so true because a lot of times what happens is you have people who hear from god and their vision is the vision god placed on them and gave them because they're hearing from god like moses then you mm -hmm. have people like aaron who get swayed by the people yeah. and so here moses had a vision from god to bring the people into the land of promise but while he was on the mount moriah excuse me um mount on the mount and he was receiving the word and the tablets from god aaron became swayed by the people mm -hmm. and allowed them to take all their blessings god gave them in gold and silver and spoiling the egyptians and create a an idol and then convinced to take them back into their bondage mm -hmm. and, and this is where you you have issues is when a man or woman of God had heard from God. They have the vision. They have the heartbeat. Then you get people that come up on the team that are listening to other voices, yes. listening to other influences. And then here it starts this, this breaking apart of trying to say, no, I think we should go this way. No, I think we should do this. No, I think we're and, and it's chaos. But yes, you got to be able to see things clear. Amen. Let's move on to our third step here. The apostle and um it talks about you must have fervency you must mm -hmm. have fervency and i know you're talking about fervency as passion be yes. passionate so yeah so it, it's it's about once you you come out of that 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 solitude the next thing is is walking in that 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 passion of what the holy spirit has revealed uh for you to do and hey, Swazette, God bless you. It, it's 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 what drives you. It's what you know gives you purpose, and, and that's why I'm saying the when when it comes to the the kingdom, you it's it's so purposeful. It, it just it's just it's so vast mm -hmm. that you're like, okay, God, I see why I was sent here to this earth land, and I know what I'm supposed to be doing. And it just it just gives you a reason every day to to work towards something. It 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 actually reassures you, um, in my view, that there's no premature uh, death because it actually gives you something to work towards. And as long as you you have that assignment uh, on you to continue to work, he he's always going to provide. So everything that's going on in the world per se is not going to directly affect you because you're working for his kingdom Amen. And, and he provides. And what a difference between just fulfilling some position in religion mm -hmm. when you, when you get vision of kingdom, mm -hmm. you know, this is such a, a, a personal uh, subject for me, uh, apostle Jerry, 
talking about fervency and passion. It's because mm -hmm. I just came out of about a five-year, six-year period of time that God had me in a fire. But during this time, I was like one of those wind-up toys mm -hmm. that you can wind up. And when they mm -hmm. saw off, and all of a sudden, and I saw myself winding down because God had me in a place where I couldn't see. Mm. And I'm talking about, and you talk about the difference between natural sight and yes. spiritual vision in your, in your book. But I couldn't see. And because I didn't have vision, I couldn't see my next week. I couldn't see my next month. I couldn't see my next year. Mm -hmm. My passion became squashed because vision brings passion. And I can tell you that now that God has transitioned us and like that, that song, I can see clearly now <laughs> the rain is gone. Mm -hmm. I can see clear now the vision's back and passion is just whoo, back up again. Mm -hmm. Man. Yeah. I mean, it, and, and that's, that's what it, what, what he does. So even in those seasons where you feel like, you're going through the fire or it's raining, um, you still need to be able to, to see him in it. Mm. And, and when you don't lose the notion that he's with you, that he is Emmanuel, it, it is something that should empower you and not just kind of be words on a paper. You're really saying that God, the creator of the universe is with you. Mm. And it, it is something when that clicked, I'm willing to go through anything because I know I'm not alone. He's with me. Amen. So it, 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 yeah, yeah. So it, 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 it stokes the fire of, of, of fervency. Amen. Knowing the importance that, that of that divine alliance, that divine romance, that daily intimacy. So powerful. Yes. So let's go back to our, our steps here in your book. Yeah, you talk about having the right perception. And uh, I, I want to read something here that you wrote. It's so powerful. And I'm going to have you just comment on it. You okay. said, sometimes when it comes to going to a higher point of vision, one of the most important things is perception. Having the right perception drives your passion or hinders it. It is what gives you the right or wrong perception. If you have the wrong perception, your vision of life is not continuous forward thinking one. Wrong perception, mindset, or vision mostly wonders with, with no strategies or expectations. Living day to day, eating and surviving off of someone else's leftovers. On the other hand, having the right perception leads to forward thinking and having a hunger for more. Coming up with strategies and expectations on getting more and even feeding more. And again, I'm reading from Apostle Jerry's book, An Eagle's Eye a uh, higher uh, point of kingdom vision. So why don't you maybe uh, talk about that a little bit, Apostle Jerry? Well, yeah, it's, 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 it's still uh, oh, amazing just hearing, right it, hear, yeah. hearing it back um, because it, it, this book is really just God-inspired. I, I didn't have a manual. <laughs> it was just what he downloaded. But when, when you think about the, um, the ego, it doesn't eat dead carcass. So it's always having to look for fresh food. So it's always um, having to, to make sure that 
its sight, its vision is on what it needs to be. And it's always strategizing in where where it's at. And so when you talk about somebody's uh, leftovers and those different things, it's just whatever you 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 have no no expectations for yourself in life. You got saved and then it was that's it. I just come to, to, to church and I hear a good message, but nothing is pushing me to to walk in the greatness that God has called me to. Nothing, you know, has has challenged me to to grow in, in other areas, to, to push myself to to become great in God. And so um, having that low uh, thought process and mentality makes you only happy just to have scraps, mm. you know, something just to get you by uh, the next week when what he's giving you is supposed to take you through this this journey of life in 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 this great fashion uh for his kingdom that you won't you can't live off of anyone else's work because you have a work come on you you can't you can't be satisfied with just uh old manna you need the fresh manna come on and, now. and so that's what he is that right perception is is that what's fresh what is you know god reveal what i haven't heard show show me more of your your glory that it's just not i'm not living off of what my grandparents told me about you but my mom or society i have a fresh perspective and experience with you that has given me the right perspective of where i'm supposed to go who i networked with and and how do we expand your kingdom and when you grab that the sky is is the limit as they say Amen. It reminds me in 2 Kings chapter 7 and verse 3 when the four leprous men were sitting outside dying. And they finally looked at each other and said, why do we sit here until we die? If we go in the city, the famine's in the city. If we stay here, we're going to die. So let's just go. Let's go to the Syrians. And their vision to not settle for their condition not only brought them great provision and victory, but it brought the whole city the breakthrough. And right. that was the right perception. I'm not going to sit here and just accept life as it is. There's mm -hmm. something that we can do now to get up, to move forward, to, to step into our calling, step into our vision. Some of our, our, our listeners are, are, are putting some comments in. Uh, Vashil is saying, having vision with a purpose. It's so powerful. John and Dawn have said, the voice of religion isn't quieted without intention and uh just a lot of these folks are saying this is fresh manna so they're enjoying what we're talking about so <laughs> well let me say this even with uh you know when you talk about a right perspective you're also talking about a change in mindset right and so but a change mindset without a purpose will only make you revert back to what you used to do okay well why don't you maybe break that down for a minute or two <laughs> That's a powerful so, statement. So, so it, it's great that uh, he tells us to renew our mind, and that's what we're talking about in the kingdom and having a right perspective of why we're in his kingdom, why we he translated us into the kingdom of light out of the kingdom of darkness. But if just to be translated over here and not have a vision or a purpose to put that new mind to will only make you revert back to what you knew. 
So you'll never you you'll never reach the potential that you have in his kingdom because you're not trying to find him on on that level, that new mindset or that renewing of the mind. Okay, I've completed this assignment. Oh, there's another assignment that that was a building block to this. He just this one assignment was just a building block to the next thing that he wants me to do. And so if you're not constantly seeking him, as he says, uh, he's a rewarder of them that seek him, then you just revert back to to what you know. And and that's how people fall back into religion, fall back into and they backslide because they're not seeing the the new levels that he's building these building blocks for you in your life that is helping expound his kingdom. Amen. Woo. <laughs> that makes me want to get up and get something done. <laughs> I can't stay here where I'm at. I got to keep moving. You, you got to keep moving. And that's oh. and what, that's what the cloud and the uh, by day and the fire by night. He Come kept moving. Amen. He kept moving. And, and that's, the Holy Spirit. Yeah, we have to keep yeah. moving. We can't be content at just being where we're at and, and saying, all right, well, I've accomplished all I needed to. And I'm just going to sit and bask in this. No, there's what always a beautiful thing when you can step away and God delivers you from mm. the chains and the yokes of religion. Sometimes yes. that just is hamster wheel where people are just going, that wheel is going, and, but nothing's yeah. happening. But think just real quick, just a perfect example is the children of Israel. Yeah, they got free, they got trans, but their minds said it's better for us to be back in Egypt. Yep, where they were begging to be out of. Right. <laughs> so right. you know, without taking this new mindset of what freedom was and allowing God to to change that, it, they only reverted back to what they knew. And who would you you would say to yourself, who would want to go back to to slavery and hard labor? But that's where they went. That's where their mindset. That's where we need to go. And if they would have continued to rehearse or renewed their mind in what God had promised them and where they were going, it would have pushed them to, to greater heights. They're not they wouldn't have been scared of the giants in the land and all those different things. And, and, we you can, know, and, and having a right perception also understands what it really means to win. Because, yes. You know, I was entrenched and, and surrounded by religious order for almost 30 years. And the measures of success there were, you know, if you were known, if you mm. preached a certain conference, if you were in this group or whatever. But mm. that's kind of like playing basketball with no hoops and no scoreboard. Mm -hmm. You're running up and down showing all your tricks and you're – you're juking and jiving and you're flipping it behind your back and you're, you're doing the Michael Jordan moves and the Magic Johnson moves. Of course, I'm talking a whole nother generation. But... <laughs> You're my generation, so we're good. <laughs> but the problem is, at the end of the day, what was accomplished? Whereas in the kingdom, how we keep score is, first and foremost, like you said, our passion, our relationship, which is fueled by our love for Abba Father. But then whose lives are being changed? How are communities being affected? Yes. Who is being empowered and influenced to step into their destinies? This is the real scoreboards. Yes. And, and so when your perception shifts, then you quit wasting time chasing this stuff that don't matter. You know, mm -hmm. chasing things that, that have no eternal or kingdom value. Then it becomes understanding the value of leading people 
into their destinies. And that brings us to our next step, which is vision must be expanded and we must be sensitive to the environment we occupy. And I love what you said here. You said in your book, God's presence is, is where everything is perfect. All questions are answered and nothing else matters but the will of the Father. Why don't you talk yeah. about that for a few minutes? Well, one thing that we can never forget is that without his presence, we can't do anything. Mm -hmm. And so it is there where the vision can be expounded. He can he can trust you with more. And it's, and it's also there where you get refreshed when you feel like you're starting to burn out. You know, where you you have been in your, you know, your own strength. You've been moving in your own strength. And, and so he he always tells us to to get back to his his presence and and there you will have the fullness of of joy. And yeah. so it's 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 there that that is just so amazing when uh you choose his presence over just anything and he just expounds on it. That's what Moses said when he asked him to show his glory and 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 let the people let God know. It, yes, you were going to give us the promised land, but you said you weren't going to be there. And without you, I don't want the promised land. Amen. Amen. So. That's beautiful. And and for the vision to be expanded, that means we have to grow. Yes. And, and we got to understand that, that sometimes, uh, you know, the place where we're at is not sufficient. It's kind of like mm -hmm. a, a, a shark. You know, you can take a shark out of the ocean. As a, as a small uh, baby, and that shark will put it in the aquarium. It will only grow as big as that aquarium. Mm -hmm. And but if you take that same shark after being in an aquarium for 10 years, it may only be two foot or you know, 12 inches. Yes. But you, you take that same shark and you put it in a a, a large pool within a year it's going to grow to four or five feet amen because it's to be expanded we have to allow our our our, our situation our our um uh our surroundings to be expanded so let's go ahead and go down to our um last well, can i say one more thing as far as the, yes, the this even when it comes to to him expanding uh, your capacity for for vision, um, again, it, it's even talking about your 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 network, your your spheres influence, and you know I know me and you've talked a lot about you know those seven mountains of of influence. It you start to see that the vision he has for you is bigger than just on Sunday, it's that's bigger right. than just the the Bible study. Come on. And, now. And so that's vision expanded that you're he's showing you that it's beyond these days in your everyday life. He's he's trying to expound on to 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 let you know it has purpose. No day that you wake up that you don't have purpose for why you're in that day. You know, this is the day that the Lord has made and we rejoice. We rehearse the joy in it because we have purpose and and that's what sets us apart and that's what helps uh the vision to continue to expand yes and, and that's right jonathan walker just joined us from st louis god bless you brother haven't seen you in a while 
prophet Jonathan Walker, God bless you, but he was talked about your metron, and that's exactly what Paul talked about. Your circle mm -hmm. of influence, your metron is set by God. And you got to yeah. know what that perimeter is because one step beyond that perimeter, you don't have less influence. You have no influence. You only have influence if you're following after the grace of God and the empowerment of his spirit within your metron. But we can expand and increase our metrons of influence. How? Obedience. Of course, not that the works of prayer and fasting exp expands it. Prayer and fasting creates a greater capacity within us to, to follow after God, to hear his voice, to draw near to him, and allows our metrons to become expanded even further. And uh, that's so important, so powerful. So let's go ahead and hit that last step there, Apostle Jerry, and then... Okay. Um, uh, and I love this last part. This is, <laughs> I, I want to spend some time on this. So take your time on this and share as much as you feel to Apostle Jerry. But you said in your book, we are born validated. We've got to stop mm -hmm. and just think about that. We're born validated. We don't have to work for it. We don't have to enter mm -hmm. into it. It's God's assignment on us. And then your next statement, we're born as an answer a problem. I'd like mm -hmm. you to really break this down for us, Apostle Jerry. Well, the, the first thing is being born validated. You know, uh, we have to know where we came from. And, and so when we talk about vision, God works from the end and then back to the, the beginning. So when he initially sent you here, you were validated that you were worthy enough to come here to be an answer to whatever uh, problem or be a solution to whatever problem would exist in your existence here in this earthly realm. So when you take that stance, you understand that I'm, I'm not an accident, despite, you know, my challenges growing up, the things that I've, I faced, I am here for a reason and I'm validated by God because he is the one that breathed and sent me here. So now it's about understanding the, the vision for his kingdom and why I'm here to, to expound on it. And so that born validated is just to, to recertify, re-let you know that when you came, God had already stamped you to let you know you were approved to be here. Now it's just about understanding why you're here. Amen. Amen. And that's so powerful. Um, I'm going to read something from your book, and I'd like you just to maybe expound on it a little bit. Okay. You wrote in your in your book, uh, for example, think of yourself as a seed. Every seed is validated by the fact of knowing what it was created to be and knowing how to be it. The seed is an answer or a resource. First, a seed is validated because of what kind of seed it is, apple, orange, pumpkin seed. Second, a seed is an answer and a resource because of what it can naturally produce, which is more of its kind for mankind and animals of the earth. If we are seeds of man provided by the Father, what then are you born to naturally produce as answers and resources? This is such a powerful statement here because the power is in the seed. Mm -hmm. if, you want a, if you want a pineapple tree, pineapple seed. If you want a, 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 an oak tree, you plant an acorn. If you want a palm tree, you plant a palm seed. 
And we got to understand that that divine purpose was placed in us, in our mother's womb. Mm -hmm. We just have to unlock it. Yeah. And, and the beautiful picture of that seed and just talking about being validated and seeing that thing grow, um, as you know, uh, one of the people that inspired me, especially when it comes to the king, the kingdom is uh, Dr. Miles Monroe. And he gave this analogy um, about a seed and how we look at it. And this is where this born validated um, came from, because you see a seed or you see an apple seed. You then planted, you only see uh, an apple tree that has has grown. But really within that, that one seed was a whole forest because of what it would reproduce. Because that tree would grow, it would have seeds in those apples that would drop seeds. And so your uh, answer for, for, for a problem or a solution or, or, or you're here with what is in you that needs to be released for somebody or for a region, for a country, for your city, for your family. And it's just unlocking that and you will then see the reproduction of it. But, you know, you're trying to be who God created you to be. You're not trying to measure up and make yourself somebody else. And so, again, being born validated allows you to, to understand that I don't have to try to be Apostle Corvio. I love him. I love everything that he's he's done. But I can only be me. And but together, you know, if he's an orange tree and I, we're both fruits that are are prospering and people can can enjoy, you know, the, the fruits that, that God has given us. And so it's it's really walking in that confidence to know that God has validated you and he's put so much in you that the world just needs to to receive it. It needs to be unlocked so people can be touched by it. I think this role could only handle one of me. <laughs> but it's true. I mean, we got to be ourselves because even if you are an, a consummate copy of someone else, and that's your, your second best, you're just a copy of somebody. Hmm. And just because, you know, you know, one thing I believe that is important with prophetic anointing, and it's one area that God has really blessed us with in our ministry, is to be able to see people and to see that seed of purpose of who they are in Christ and where God is taking them. And I know that's kind of how our relationship began. Mm -hmm. uh, I had not met you. Uh, I Nobody had talked to me about you and shared anything about your, your, your ministry, your life, your history. But the first night I met you, the Lord had me prophesy over you and speak that there was a mantle from Miles Monroe upon your ministry. And I didn't even know what I was saying because I, at that time, was not very familiar with Dr. Miles Monroe. Mm -hmm. I'll tell you, since then, after I left that meeting, I made a point to begin to look into his ministry. And, of course, I'm much more familiar with what Dr. Miles Monroe, who, of course, has left us. But it was amazing to me that when I looked at you, God showed me that seed within you of carrying on that anointing and legacy of not being another Niles Monroe, but to continue mm -hmm. the advancement of building leaders from followers and helping people to 
uh, move into their their destinies. I don't have it in front of me, but I know you have a a uh, mission statement that's part of. Um, why don't you share your mission statement for Kingdom Vision that you have on your website of what you do? Oh, it's it, our our mission statement is 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 pretty simple. <laughs> uh, it's uh, we just uh, seek God and His kingdom. We we uh, carry His presence and we walk in kingdom authority. But that's um, awesome. Yeah, that's that, awesome. That, that that that's it. Our our mission is to to really just equip. Um, believers to do what Ephesians 4 told us to do, equip the saints for the work of the ministry. And, and our, our, our mandate is Hebrew 6, and that's moving past the elementary principles into the deeper things of God. So like I said, it's, it's about, okay, I'm saved. Now what? Now what do I do? Is it, is it, it has to be more to God than just coming, you know, and doing a religious a service a weekly what what is the bigger purpose of why he chose me versus the next person why did he draw me because we know the scripture says it, it, we don't come to him he draws us first so why is he pulling me and and that's what we're here to unlock and give people those kingdom principles to to unlocking that so that they can go because we don't count memberships in our ministry we're about sending people out and saying let's let's uh duplicate uh you know what these kingdom principles and and when we talk about that sphere of influence uh, i'm just helping you expand yours and 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 god told me i would be uh like paul who wrote his letters and uh i would get word back of how people were doing better and that's where i would find my joy um in the work so I just love equipping people and just seeing them move in their destiny. That gives me greatest joy that I could ever have. Thank you so much, Apostle Jerry, for all that you do. We honor you. My wife and I had such a blessing to be with you and your sweet wife, Stacy. He, being in your home, breaking bread with you, we just appreciate your vision. If you'd like to know a little bit more about um, Apostle Jerry and what he does and the Kingdom Vision Assembly, please uh, visit uh, kingdomvisionai.com. And I know that Apostle Jerry is doing a lot of online training, and he uh, will be happy to, to help you move forward in your kingdom vision. And you can reach out to him. Just go to his, his website there and uh, uh, check out his materials. Or if you'd like to reach out to him on Instagram, just uh, type in Kingdom Ministry, excuse me, Kingdom Vision Assembly, INT for international. And of mm -hmm. course, he's on YouTube. Uh, he has the uh, Kingdom Vision Assembly International YouTube site. that He has much of his teachings and his videos there online. God bless you, Apostle Jerry. Uh, you took time. You're right in the middle of your busy day. And you're actually in San Diego and you found a quiet place to, to, to yes. do this interview and I'm sure folks have been blessed and and we, we honor you and rejoice in who you are and what you do for the kingdom and thank you for joining with us thank you I appreciate it and God bless everyone that uh has come on uh may God's kingdom advance in your life may his open heaven rest upon you and his will be done in your life amen God bless you God bless you